My next guest helps creative business owners use their numbers to see their business objectively and make profitable decisions. Please welcome Megan Daly. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with Megan. Hi, Megan. Hello. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to dive in. So feel free to share with us who you are, what you do, and what got you into this in the first place. Sure. Um, So Megan Dolly, I always like to say like, hello, Dolly. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I first actually got into accounting when my mom handed me a book that was called Accounting for Non-Accountants and said, hey, you're my bookkeeper now. Mm. Like, Okay. (laughs) Sure. Um, And I really enjoyed it and kind of built a career from there. And I was working at my last J-O-B that I ever had. And I got a call from a friend of mine and she said, I think um, our partner is stealing from the business. How do I tell? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, let me take a look. Give me some access and let me take a look. And about eight hours later, I went back to her and I said, yeah, somewhere between a quarter million dollars and $400,000. No way. Yeah. (laughs) So that was kind of my little launch into the world of working for myself and able to let go of, you know, working for the man, doing the corporate thing. And I really Mm -hmm. found a passion for small businesses, like truly small businesses where people have a passion. They have this creativity and they're doing the thing. Mm -hmm. And the accounting is really kind of letting them down. The bookkeeping is letting them down, not because their bookkeeper is doing a bad job, but just Mm. because they can't get the information out of it that's useful. Mm. Got it. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that story is like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) You know, and it happens more often than you'd think. Um, It really behooves people, especially when they're in partnerships, to to know what questions to ask and to know where to look. Mm. Um, many times this even happens with like, not that CPAs and bookkeepers are pulling one over, but if you don't know what questions to ask and you don't know where to look, you're really mm. kind of setting yourself up for some unpleasant surprises yeah. at times. And even when you are asking questions, if they're not like the right questions, it can be annoying. And so CPAs and bookkeepers kind of give you the little pat on the head and say, don't worry about it Um, because they don't want to really explain it. You know, they just want to do their job. They just want their gold star to do their job. (laughs) (laughs) Just leave me in peace to do my work. Trust me. Oh, my gosh. So what would those questions look like then? 
Well, the first question, um, like to get to the bottom, like the first thing that I like to get to with all my clients, the immediate number is like how much of this cash is mine? Mm. Because your income statement's not going to tell you that. Your balance sheet isn't going to tell you that. They just tell you how much cash is in your possession. Mm. It doesn't tell you how much belongs to other people, how much of this um, belongs, can I like take as my own profit and my own bonus? How much of this should I save for this next little project that I want to launch? What's coming down the pipe? We really got to dive into the cash situation of your business, Mm. um, put some solid ground underneath you first, and then we can start building from there. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. (laughs) You're welcome. So I know you say that, you know, you focus on the future, right, of the small businesses and like, will they be okay? Can they grow their staff? So why is it that you have this view and why is it important? Well, I think the view came from just working for, even before I was out on my own, working for businesses who got themselves into pickles, right? And Mm -hmm. being able to, um, I hated working in that type of environment where they were constantly in a pickle. It's like, well, okay, how do we stop being in a pickle all the time? Well, we start looking further down the road and planning for that so that we're not making Mm. decisions based on everything historical without being able to see anything coming down the road. Um, it's a very stressful situation to be in. And imagine that's yeah. like, if that's your business, that's you and maybe just you, or maybe you and some employees, that's what's keeping my clients when they come to me. That's what keeps them up at night is like, they 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 don't know what's coming. And so that, regardless of how clean your books are, how clean your bookkeeper is keeping them, everything after mm-hmm. today is still a mystery. And so if we can start mm-hmm. painting a picture of like, okay, here are some problems that are recurring. Here are some problems that we can foresee. Here's like, like you're going to be okay. That's the answer that people want to get to. How do I get okay mm-hmm. so I can sleep at night and so that I can have fun in my business <laughs> again? It's not fun if you're always looking over your shoulder as waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So yeah, so like when you say know your numbers, that's what you're referring to right yeah yeah and I kind of like shy away from that phrase of know your numbers because that's so yeah unhelpful but so many people think that means mm. go back to your balance sheet go back to your income statement like oh, oh okay but that still just gets me to today and frankly you those mm. financial statements weren't built for small businesses therefore when you Departments mm. when you need to look at the whole value of your business in one place. Like even with huge, massive SEC reportings from big companies, they have these novels, pages mm. after pages to explain what's on those financial statements. And that's just information that small businesses don't have access to. You can't like be hiring a CPA to write a SEC report for you every month, every quarter. It's just not feasible. Mm. So once we can dig into yeah. what, what's really meaningful for a small business? What do you need to be able to see in your future? What are the decisions in front of you? What are the recurring problems? And looking at from Mm. a future forecast instead of historical, then you can be like, okay, I know for the next three months, I am going to be able to pay me and my staff. But I also know that I need to fill up the work for the three months coming after that. So you have that breathing room of, "Ah, we're okay. And I know exactly (laughs) what to do next. Yes. Yeah. That's so important to have, I feel like. And 
Yeah, I also feel like numbers can be like intimidating for a lot of small businesses owners. So yeah. like what what do you do to help them get over that? Visualize it, right? Like there are numbers like granted, I do use numbers and spreadsheets, but my little magic <laughs> is making it visual with the colors and the graphs and the things that you can literally see without like, mm. like okay, I know that says $15,000, but what does that mean for $15,000 without something to relate it to? Is that is that good? Is that bad? Is that safe? Is that a warning? What is that? Um you know, the color red is really mm. helpful when it's like warning, warning. The color green is really <laughs> comforting when it's like, look at what you have for the next three, six months. Um, yeah, making it visual, especially for creative business owners who avoid their numbers like the plague. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about that mindset a little, because I feel like talking about money and numbers and all of this is also a lot of mindset involved. So What would you say are like the biggest mindset, you know, hurdles that you see your clients go through and how do you help them achieve the goals? Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, You know, it seems like we are conditioned to think that math is hard. Math is Mm. boring or math is intimidating. And I like, I want to put my people in a position where they're not even feeling like they're doing math. Instead, Mm. it becomes a game where, um, what's in it for me? Bookkeeping and accounting in its current state is all about compliance. It's for the government. It's for somebody else. It's for my vendors. So it's boring and really quite useless for my own strategy. So why would I keep on top of it? And why would I learn this when somebody else can do it for me? But when we're looking at numbers from a future and and layering on top of that, your goals, like, I want to pay for my daughter's wedding in three years. What do I need to be putting away each month in order to make that happen? How is my business feeding that cash into it Mm. and protecting it? That's when it becomes fun. Like, oh, when I look at it this way, that lake house actually, I'm only (laughs) six months away from making that down payment on that lake house that I've always been talking about. Mm. So yeah. So what I do with my clients is really truly understand what it is they want from their business What fun do they want to be having in their business? What fun do they want to be having outside of their business? And how do we tie that to the actual strategies that you're working on inside? Mm, I love that. That's incredible. And yeah, I'm curious, like growing up, did you imagine that you'd be doing what you do today? No, no, no. The things that I (laughs) wanted to be when I grew up. Okay. So I think at one point I wanted to be a maid for the uber rich so I could be inside their house all the time. I wanted to be a horse trainer, Supreme Court justice, a lawyer, doctor in there somewhere, I'm sure. Mailman. Mm. Yeah. Lots of things. (laughs) Never an accountant though. Never an accountant. That's crazy. Are you a manifesting generator? Uh, I'm not sure. My friend Amy told me what I was once and, um, it was either that or just generator. I can't, I can't remember. Yeah. It's inner blood to like, like a lot of things and be (laughs) multi-passionate. ADHD. That's what I am. ADHD. (laughs) I love it. So, so what brought you to the world of accounting and money and all of that. Well, truly, like my mom handing me that book. I had my undergraduate in political science theater and in a yeah. minor in interior design. And my husband and I went off after he graduated and lived in Nashville for a bit. And we came back home. I'm like, okay, no, for realsies, Megan, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> so it was kind of decided for me. She handed me that book and I just loved the way 
it was kind of like Marie Kondo for numbers, right? Everything has a home. Everything has a spot. And however you maneuver them, you can tell a different story of what you want to see. Um, so I went off and got my master's and worked for a couple of years in there. And it, it was still like beating my head against a wall of this, this isn't enough, right? Like what comes after that? It's, it's not enough. And so through working with small clients where my passion truly lays is with, you know, five or fewer employees, a single, you know, a solopreneur. It's so rewarding for them to get to the end of one of our projects and be like, oh my gosh, this is what I always wanted to know. I just didn't know that this is what I wanted to know. Mm. And that's what keeps me going. Okay. So I'm definitely curious. Like, I want you to share with us that libel moment. Like, what happened in your client's life? Like, let's brag a little. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure, sure. So, one of my clients that I'm thinking of, like, literally, once we sorted through what cash was hers, what goals she had, what was coming, what her backlog looked like, what her business mm -hmm. looked like. Um, and she could see it like I call it an objective view, getting yourself mm -hmm. out of it and being able to take out the self-judgment and the all of the mm -hmm. ugh that comes with it and look at it and go, honey, you have an extra $125,000 that that you were scared belonged to your vendors and you're actually doing quite well where this is the pattern of what you've got coming in the next six months. And that's your down payment on your lake house. Yeah, And it was just like the look on her face. And <laughs> <laughs> like, it's one thing to talk about a dream and a goal and to put it on a calendar and do the manifesting and that type of thing. It's yeah. one thing to actually make it a reality of, holy cow, I'm there. I'm mm. there. <laughs> I just got chills. This is so good. Yeah. <laughs> so what are your dreams? Like, what is your vision uh, coming up in the next few years? Oh, so I have been working on, I'm talking to like everybody I can find of like, okay, this is, this is what we went through. This is how I did it. Now I need your feedback. I want to make sure that I can get this to more people without them mm -hmm. working one-on-one -on -one with me because it's so limited, right? I want everybody to be able to embrace looking forward without the blah that comes mm. what their current feeling is <laughs> towards their books right now. That aha of, oh, I can see. Oh, I understand. I see what's going on in my business and I know what the levers are. So they're not jumping in because they're being marketed to by like, you know, hey, grow your revenue by 10x in 10 months. Da, 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 da. Like, okay, I guess that's what I want. So this is the program for me. No, hang on a second. Are you seeing your whole business objectively before you dive into that? How do you know that that's going to be the right answer for your business? Is that the problem really that you need to solve right now? And so once they have the understanding of the whole ecosystem, the revenue coming in, the people working for them, their vendors, their, their costs, and they can see it in a clear picture, not so much the numbers, but see it in a picture of what's coming down the road, that's when they're like, I own it. Yep, that's mine. I got it. I got it. Now I have fresh ideas. I know I'm focused on what I should be working on instead of throwing all of the spaghetti at the wall. Mm. so would you say it's a big misconception to just focus on the cash flow yes absolutely <laughs> yes i mean i've worked with people where they have like oh, i'm doing another launch I, you know i make six hundred thousand dollars at this launch and their launches cost them regularly seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars so why are you bothering oh, with a six hundred thousand dollar launch if you know that you're going to be losing one hundred and fifty thousand dollars let's look at this from a different angle sure you've got the cash coming in to cover the sins of the past but when are you catching up? 
you know we gotta we gotta find a put a stake in the ground and say this is how we're gonna catch up and this is when we're going to do it Mm, I love that. I love how you look at it like holistically. You know? oh, thanks. <laughs> so needed. It is. <laughs> it is. So I ask this to everyone who comes on the show, and I'm curious to know your answer. For you, what does it mean to be a powerful leader? Oh, powerful leader for me is humility, right? Like you're never mm. there. You've never arrived. Um, I'm really over the be better than the next guy, be better than the whatever. I am here for a community and um, lifting each other up in finding each other's strengths and helping each other with their weaknesses and being humble enough to come back and say, hey, I screwed up here. I need some help. Or, hey, I've found myself in a pickle. I need some help. Um, and in that, in being able to be humble with your people, you are also showing them respect. So, like, is there any, like, last piece of wisdom that you'd like to share with the audience today? Don't be scared. I know it's like being naked in front of somebody. Mm -hmm. uh, when, it, when it comes time to opening up your books and taking a peek, um, when it's easier to just keep your head down. Um, but that mm -hmm. one act of bravery can be life-changing. Yeah, absolutely. And this applies to anything as well. Yeah, that single act of bravery. <laughs> yes, I feel like I go through it like almost every week, every day. I'm like, oh, am I do really doing this? It's like always <laughs> getting that uncomfortable to like learn and grow and become better. I love that. Yeah. Awesome. So where can people go to connect with you further, learn more about your services and what you're up to today? Uh, they can come over to Megan Dolly. It's M-E-G-A-N-D-A-H-L-E.com. Mm -hmm. uh, you can take a look at the different products that I have there or hop on a spot on my calendar and we can just chat about where you're at and see if I can push you in the right direction. Um, sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's a business coach. Sometimes it's you're on the right track and this is the easy button for you right now. Come talk to me in six months. Yes, go do it. Reach out to <laughs> Megan. She's awesome. Thank you again for coming on the show today. My pleasure, Anna. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message, leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.